Welcome to Australian Basketball Coach. I'm your host, Anthony Corcoran. Welcome to Australian Basketball Coach. Today I've got Karina Ages, the head coach of the Toowoomba Mountaineers women's team, joining me. So welcome, Karina. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. Uh, great to have you on, coaching my old team, the, the Mountaineers up there. So, yeah. uh, Oh, I know. <laughs> good to see you. It is, uh, it is, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be good to uh, catch up and, and see what's happening up there in Toowoomba. Um, obviously, 20, 2020 is uh, first year for you coaching at the state league yeah. level. How did you? How did that role come about for you? And um, you know what made you sort of put your hand up? So yeah, I'll I'll do that. Well, when I moved um, from the Gold Coast nearly three years ago, I, I have been coaching juniors in rep and won a few Div One gold medals, etc. Yeah. Come up, and I just said, "Hey, this is what I've done." So that letter went straight through to the current. Um, QBL coach at the time yeah. and he was excited he spoke to me he'd heard from, about me from other people and I went and did the SBL assistant SBL oh, for that yeah. first year yeah. and then I got the head coach the next season and last year I had a bit of a family I needed a break for my family and then yeah. um, I knew this was coming up and I was advised probably a great idea for you to put your hand up so I put my resume in and that was it Next thing you know, you're coaching the team. So, well done. Yeah, pretty and, much. Uh, yeah. How, how are you feeling about first first year in at State League? Obviously, you're taking over from Cape Sicilini up there. And, yeah, I, I guess it's a different-looking team this year or much the same as last year? Or? Yeah. No, very different. Um, things have kind of – I mean, I think with the now being NBL 1, it's a little bit different. Uh, I mean, it's same, same as QBL, but it's, a, it's kind of like everyone's had to step up a little bit. People are waiting to see who you've signed and then people have been in, interested in coming here. So it's a little bit new. Never dealt with imports and stuff. So it was it was a big eye-opener for me. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, I'm coaching a rep team as well, junior rep oh, team, because right. okay. I'm, really, I'm really passionate about especially girls basketball. Yeah. And we have a lot of talent in the region and it's sort of like girls get to an age where they want to stop. Yeah. So I was sort of, if I get to an age and get them to it the right way, they'll want to continue. And then we've got more locals in the future because this season, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of that. Yeah. So um, I've, uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Are you sort of overseeing, you know, like both uh, QSL and uh, the NBL One North teams, or are you sort of, you know, you're like you're training all the players together at this stage, or, or are you? Well, looking, unfortunately, looking... we don't have a women's team in the QSL. Oh, okay. There wasn't, oh, okay. and this is the problem. There wasn't enough local girls. I mean, there definitely is enough there. That just for some reason this season, people haven't put their hand up for it, and I was really pushing for it. Yeah. So we had a feeder because I think it really is necessary. <laughs> so I've just got a big squad, and everyone's kind of has to fight for their place in the team, which yeah. is not a bad thing either. Yeah, that's right. Nothing wrong with that. It promotes no. a little bit of competition and a little bit of desire to see who wants to play. Absolutely. Well, that's how I grew up. I, I played in Victoria and for Victoria Metro. So that's we never had a chance to just cruise into a team. You had to work for it. 
Yeah, yeah, nice. So um, that would have been a pretty interesting experience. I usually ask people on the podcast, you know, how did you get involved in basketball and who were your early coaching influences? So, um, Well, as a player, I started at nine and a half. I was really tall. I stopped growing pretty early. Yeah. And I could, I was really strong and I could throw the ball one end of the court to the other and <laughs> someone saw that and got me in playing basketball at nine. And then I just um, kind of, really pursued it myself and yeah. I did quite well and yeah, played for Victoria, captain the state and oh, nice. and so forth and made all Australian myself and kind of got a bit injured. So oh, okay. when I had kids, uh, my body just sort of broke. I think maybe we don't know <laughs> as much as they, we do now on how to recover and how to look after your body as much as we did now than we, you know, back then. Yeah. So that's when I kind of got into coaching when my younger, my oldest, started playing rep at Gold Coast when I moved up here. Oh, right. And it sort of just happened from that. Right. Who were who some of the coaches you had down there in Victoria? Because they're obviously very strong usually in, in juniors and at nationals level. Well, I played, um, I did most of my juniors in Sunbury. Yeah. And I had a great coach, Mick Betson, who, um, recognized that I wasn't growing and transformed being from a five man pretty much into a point guard. Oh yeah. So without him I wouldn't have been able to do what I can do now. What yeah. you know, what I did. And then he kind of left and then I had to end up travelling all the way over to Bulleen from Sunbury, which back then the roads weren't that great. So we, my dad and I used to do like six hundred kilometers a week just to go to trainings and stuff. Oh wow. Um yeah, and state trainings and everything like that. But that was the best thing that I had to do back then. And then mum and dad decided to move up to Queensland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Came so I came up the, here and then I... Yeah. North of the border. Okay. And then I went, three months later, I got seen and I went and played in America for Eddie Payubinskis. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I went over there and came back and didn't go back and oh so then it just sort of happened from there my body broke and then I got into coaching yeah nice so um he's he's based in is it San Francisco or somewhere like that or LA Louis I was in Louisiana oh Louisiana nowhere near it sorry I'm way off yeah he might be there now I don't think he's no I think he's still in Louisiana oh okay yep yeah. oh, and what was that experience like oh it was yeah it was very they're very different to what we us here in Australia, I think. But it was it was great. It was it was really good. It was hard being away from the family, but yeah. it was sort of before everyone was going over there for college and stuff. Oh yeah, so there yeah. wasn't a lot of it happening back then. So that, that, were you sort of finished school by that stage? No, I was in school actually. Oh, I, right. The World Masters was um, in Carrara, and I used to live near the stadium, and I just used to go ride my bike and go shoot there every day yeah. by myself when you could do that, and because. Um, I was from Victoria and the world, the Australian World Masters team had obviously some ex-Australian players and Ray Tomlinson knows me from Melbourne because I yeah. played story with his daughter. So they kind of noticed me and that's sort of how that happened. Oh, nice. Okay. So, player, yeah, but then that was it. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So I guess one of the things we could talk about is, uh, you know, like coming into a, a new team. Usually, I guess, culture is one of the things that everyone normally likes to address first up and as a new coach it's like working with a new group too like so what are your non-negotiables when we talk about team culture uh, i i have heard some things that have happened up this way in the past where players were allowed to just come and rock up whenever they want can't come to training that's not negotiable for me if you don't put the effort in yeah. i don't care how good you are that doesn't bode well for everybody else and doesn't bode well for the, the culture of a team 
Yeah. So that's definitely my main non-negotiable. Yeah. And do you... Um, you have to put the effort in. Yeah. I mean, look, looking at your sort of players that have been announced so far, it looks like you've got a bit of experience in that group. And yeah, sort of hoping that they sort of help with uh, setting the culture as well, or you sort of chose some players who have the culture you want? Oh, well, with the imports that I picked, um, I wanted... Obviously, we, we always seem to not have too many bigs up this way, but we've actually got some really three really big girls this year. Yeah. Who are they? And um, Carter's, um, I've got Carly Barnes. She's my first import yeah. that we signed. She's 6'3 centre. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've also got a, an ex, um, she's come back from college, just had a baby six months ago, but she's an ex under 19 Australian player, Meg Essex. Oh, yeah. Meg Flo is her name. Yeah. And I've got an under 20 Queensland girl, um, Carissa Grigg. Oh, yeah. Another four or five. So um, I think with the my import and having Meg there, it's going to be good for the development of like my under 20 players as well. Yeah. And uh, I see uh, also you've got uh, Elena Black and Sydney Coffee. Yeah. Yep, Sydney Coffee. She's my six-foot point guard. Yeah. Um, who definitely plays the style of play that I want to, I, I really want this year. And I want to utilise our speed, and she's definitely one of those kind of players. And she's going to bring a lot of maturity and just just leading for the team from the front as well. Yeah. Which is great. And, um, yeah, Elena's come back. She's another under-20 player. She has been there a few years ago, so she didn't play last year. Yeah. I believe. But, yeah, she's come back up the hill and playing this year. Good stuff. So who's your other import? Like, so is Carly one of them? Carly and Sydney Coffee. And we've actually got signed another player. She's not an import. She um, did play for Toowoomba in 2012. She was an import. Now she's an Australian citizen. Yeah. Keisha Lee. Ah, very good. I I heard Ah, that. Yeah, yeah. So Keisha played to me in um, 2000. Yeah. 12, 13, I think. So uh, yep. 13, 14, maybe. I can't remember now. So, yes, that's uh, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited. Yeah, yeah. So Keisha's an uh, Aussie now. Yep, she certainly is. Oh, good. Yeah, well, that'll be good. Like, she's a she's a strong player, you know, like having coached her, yeah, she's a real competitor and, and really, you know, puts the team on the back when she needs to. Like, she gets it done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and everything that I've been doing, with the girls, the the twelve I've got here so far that come to training, all our fitness, everything that we do, it's getting relayed back to her over in Perth at the moment because she's not going to be here until like the tenth of April, I oh, think. Right. Yep. So she's, so still she's doing playing. everything we're doing. Yeah, she'd be yeah. playing over there in Perth. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, and she had a lot of people after her, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So she decided to come back to us. Coming back to town. So uh, that's great. Yeah. And you got a few local players coming through, like juniors or whatever? Um, I have my daughter, actually. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she's um, definitely at this stage, she's right up there with the guards. She's 16. This is her first year, Rhiannon. And yeah. I've got another one who probably will be development um, as well, Phoebe Hins, an 18 year old Swimbit girl. Yeah. Um, who else is there? They're probably the only local girls, the younger girls at the moment, which is why I really wanted a QSL team so they could filter down to that as well. But yeah, unfortunately, we won't have that this season for them. Yeah, yeah. So they'll just have to learn from the more mature, you know, experienced players that we've got. Yeah, and they're doing really well at training. So oh, that's good. I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what sort of things are you working on in pre-season with the team? Like what's, what's your style well, of play going to look like? I, I mean, we've got some pretty fast guards that yep. I want to utilise. And I, I'm, I just want to run the ball, to be yep. honest. Um, run the ball. You know, we're only as fast as our big, so we're trying to work really hard on their fitness. Yeah. Making sure they get down the floor. Um, I just really want people to start using their brains in this. You, you know what it's like. You want to have everybody on the court that has a high IQ so you can run the stuff that, that you need to do. And you, like, I'm not coaching under 14 kids. Yeah. I don't have to stand there yelling at them. They just need to use their brains, be spaced, you know, big on spacing. That's that's sort of where I want to be this year. Run the run the floor. Yeah, yeah. Is it a case that you you know, like you mentioned, Keisha probably won't be there till just towards the start of the season. But you, you pretty much got all yeah. your players on board now, or are they still sort of coming in in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, next couple of weeks. The the two Americans will hopefully, <laughs> with whatever's happening with what's yeah. going on with the coronavirus. Um, Start of April. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just in time for a few of our practice mate matches. Yeah. As long as they can all go ahead. So. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds like uh, you got most of the pieces there on deck, and you you got everyone lined up. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. And I was a bit nervous, obviously, big step, but um, it's just a matter of you know trusting the process, really. Yeah. Knowing that I can do it, and the the, the women are, are great, actually. It's a really yeah. good bunch. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. What sort of things are you guys working on now in uh, pre-season? Is it a bit of, bit of everything or just uh, focusing on some some stuff in particular? Uh, a bit of everything. We did play one, one of the under-18 boys here in a practice match the other night. They're at the end of their season and we're at the start, you know, kind of at the start of our season, really. Yeah. So we were kept up with them. You know, boys are so athletic. Um, it's just our fitness. So that's a big thing. I want to make sure our girls that are here Yep. are fit as well as they can, you know, so then when all of our imports and our players come in, there's no, we don't have to worry about that stuff. It's already done the smooth transition and we can get teaching them the stuff, the, the girls that are coming in, what we already know, and then we'll be right to go. Yeah. So what does success look like for you guys this year, Karina? You got some goals at this stage or are you going to wait a bit longer before you do that with the team or what's the plan? Um, yeah, I think... Oh, I mean, I've got my own goals, but and I've asked the girls what their goals. But being as though we couldn't announce everybody, I can't kind of, you know, tell them. I couldn't tell them Keisha was playing until the other day. Yeah. So things like that. Um, I want to wait until we're all together. I think and just see what kind of team it looks like when we're all together. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. No, that sounds that sounds good. How's your draw looking? Like uh, who you got early oh, on the season? We um, our first three games are pretty tough, but. But um, we've got a our first weekend Rocky Mackay. All oh, right, yeah, up there too. And yep, and then we've got I think it was Cairns at home. So we've oh, got okay. top three teams, you know, two, three top big teams straight up. But we've actually got a really good draw. Uh, we've got nine or eight, nine home games, no Sunday games, six Saturday games. We're pretty lucky this year. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, I too well. Sunday games can be a bit bit of a bit of a worry sometimes, especially if you're playing on Friday or Saturday and then backing up again on yeah. Sunday. But it's um, I think no, we've got good. two Friday night games. That's it. Yeah, well, yeah. home games. That is. 
Yeah. Home game. Plus you got the advantage of, you know, minus five degrees up there at the stadium. So Oh, oh you know how it is. <laughs> Rug up everybody and they need to put heaters in that stadium, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of home court <laughs> but advantage. But the thing is we're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. it. Yeah. Oh well. Well, it sounds like um, things are things are happening. It's all pointing in the right direction. So, um, just wanted to thank you for your time today, being on the podcast. No, um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Good thank luck you. with the season ahead. Hope, hope everything falls into place for you. And yeah, looking forward to seeing what the Mountaineers bring. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Anthony. I appreciate it. Okay. No worries. Take it easy. Thanks, see you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. You can get in touch with me through my email at Australian Basketball Coach at gmail dot com. That's Australian Basketball Coach, all one word, lowercase, at gmail.com. Also, follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at OzBBallCoach and also on Facebook with Australian Basketball Coach. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you and thanks again for listening. 